This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. What is your next mission from God? We all have one. Welcome to Your Next Mission from God with Julie Durko, where the saints show us how it's done. And sometimes they even got it wrong before they got it right. Julie tells their stories to help you find hope, inspiration, and direction to show how the saints discovered and accomplished God's mission for their lives. When his community of Franciscan friars and friends were not able to help him out, St. Maximilian Kolbe had to go to the communion of saints. The Blessed Mother had given him a mission and it seemed like an impossible mission. It almost seemed rather outrageous. And so he had to go to heaven for help. We're going to see a time in Father Kolbe's life that demonstrates his real belief in the communion of saints. It's beyond a doubt. I mean, for him, going to his friends in heaven was just like asking one of his friars to do something. <laughs> he is be like being going out to coffee or, or having lunch and then discussing plans and strategies for the mission. That's how real it was for him, only they were in heaven. So how this all kind of came about was that there was a, a time, but it was this is before World War II, Father Colby had established the city of Mary. It's outside of Warsaw, Poland. In Polish, it is called Neopokalanow. And I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. I'm probably butchering it. But the city of Mary was all about a mission of evangelization, primarily through a print apostolate, but also radio. And they were ever expanding. They had, of course, friars that lived there, they had chapel, and they had buildings for their printing presses, and they had a fleet of bikes for getting around, and at the height of it, there were 700 living there in the city of Mary. And it was almost self-contained. Like They had an infirmary. They also had a fleet of trucks for delivering the print materials that they were creating and, go, and taking it all over Poland. At the height, before the Nazis shut them down, they were actually building a runway because Father Colby and his friars were going to take their print material to the whole world through aircraft. I mean, they, they, they thought big, they had a big vision. And Father Colby's friars were happy in their work. They loved this. Everybody was on fire with this mission. The Blessed Mother had put it on Father Colby's heart to reproduce the city of Mary in Asia. Because the city of Mary, just outside of Warsaw, Poland, was thriving. It was growing. It was, it was very successful. And so M Blessed Mother wants it expanded. And so he goes to his superiors to ask permission to take a couple of friars and go and do that missionary work. And so they ask him questions and he doesn't know where he's going and, and they don't know anyone there. They don't have connections. 
they don't know any languages that they might use or need to know. They were just, they just seemed ill-equipped. And, but they give their permission and I know why. <laughs> because Father Colby was very close to the Blessed Virgin Mary and everyone knew it. His friars reported that when Maximilian Colby would spend time in prayer with Virgin Mary, and then he would try to tell them about it, about his encounter with her, he never could get it out because he'd always cry. He'd fall apart in tears. So they never really found out exactly what transpired, but everyone really knew that there was something mystical going on here and including his superiors. So when he asked permission and really it looks like it will be a failed mission, that it's not a good idea at all on any practical basis. They say yes, because they don't want to say no to the mother of God. So they give him permission, but they tell him, Father Colby, we don't have any money to give you. We can't fund this venture of yours. And he's like, that's okay. I've got my benefactors and they're thinking his benefactors are maybe some rich people, somebody who wants to support this ministry, who he touched through reaching them or something like that. But it wasn't his benefactors that he said would take him there that would fund the trip and the whole venture were three saints in heaven. These three saints were Therese Alessu, Bernadette Subaru and Joseph Conalengo. Now each of these three had a particular reason why they were part of his committee, his benefactors for this particular venture. We'll start with St. Therese. So in 1914, her cause was open. And at that time he wasn't a priest yet, but he was a confirmed friar. He had made his final vows. And he prayed to her and he, he made this deal with her. He's like, I'll, I'll work and pray for your canonization. And when I become a priest and I'm going to evangelize, I will want your backing then from heaven once you're a saint. Well, she was a saint by this time. And so he's calling in on her, uh, on her end of the bargain, so to speak. And she was the patron of missionaries. So he calls on St. Therese. He also called on St. Bernadette. And St. Bernadette in 1845 it had received visions of Mary. And then when she asked Mary, who are you? Because she didn't know she was Mary. She just knew she was this beautiful lady that was appearing to her. She asked her, who are you? Our Blessed Mother says, I am the Immaculate Conception, which is an identity. Now, the, this, this whole Immaculate Conception identity of Mary really was at the heart of everything that Maximilian Kolbe did. It was, it was so important to him. He pondered the meaning and he asked the question, who are you, O Immaculata? Who are you, the one immaculately conceived? And then the third person was St. Joseph Codlengo from the 19th century. And St. Joseph Codlengo is known for 
finding money when there's none, you know, getting funds when there's no money. But he used those funds in his time to build hospitals, get people off the street who needed to be cared for in a hospital and giving them a bed and the care that they needed. So these were his three. Father Colby visited the shrines for these three, went to see them particularly to ask their help in this venture. So he physically did something too. It wasn't all just a spiritual thing. He went to see them as close as he could get, made a pilgrimage to each one. When Father Colby and his friars started this venture, they didn't know exactly where they were going. They, you know, they ended up somewhere else. And that's the way it is often when we are discerning something. We don't get to know all the details, but we're responsible for our yes to what we do know. And then often in that yes, the rest of it is revealed in God's timing. Sometimes it's only illuminated one step at a time. But if you don't take that step, then the next step doesn't get illuminated. If we're waiting for everything to get illuminated, for the whole plan to revealed, to be revealed to us, we'll just never get going on it. So what we do know, we need to respond like Mary and say yes, what we do know. And then it will unfold for us. That's the way it was for Maximilian Colby. So he and his friars end up in Japan, near Nagasaki. And within a very short time, a month, I believe, they have their first print, the Night of the Immaculata in Japanese. So they had someone to help them and interpret and they got it done. They got it started right away. They didn't let, they, they didn't let any time pass while they set things up and got things in order. They went right to the mission that Mary had asked them to do. And then there is the building of the new city of Mary and Maximilian Colby chooses a site and it's not the best site by most people's judgment. It's going to be difficult. It's on a hillside. Everything about it is just not quite good. It's just not an ideal spot and he's discouraged from doing it. But again, that mystical side, that connection with the Virgin Mary that Maximilian Colby had was that she wanted to build there. It's going to be built there, even though that's not the ideal spot. And this is outside of Nagasaki. Now, Father Colby was kind of sickly. He had tuberculosis and that environment in Japan was just really bad on his health. And eventually he is called back to Poland. And we kind of know the rest of that story. He's called back to Poland. The Nazis take him to Auschwitz where he is, uh, where he gives his witness to the love of Christ and love of neighbor by, by volunteering to be executed a long, horrible death in place of somebody else. So he's not in Japan at the end of the war. He's already gone, but there's the bombing at Nagasaki in 1945. And the destruction, of course, we know from history, horrific. But the city of Mary and the buildings that were there, a few glass panes crumbled. That's it. Some glass broke. The friars, no one was injured. Everyone was spared. 
It was quite miraculous. Their location is what protected them. And so that was something the Virgin Mary saw too. So they end up for a, for a good time making it into kind of a hospital. It, it becomes an orphanage for, for children who ha no longer have any parents and, and people who need help and sick people who need healing. It just is staged that way for a while out of the need. And I think it's something that Joseph Cotalengo would have done. I would encourage you to ask your guardian angel and your blessed mother to help connect you with those saints who want to be a part of your life right now, knowing that these saints will ebb and flow in your life at different stages. And when you have different needs and, and you're growing spiritually, different saints will be there for you. And don't worry. There's no jealousy. The love multiplies. No one's jealous. Uh, God, the father's not jealous because you've met your elder brothers and sisters in Christ and that you're making a relationship. Neither is the Virgin Mary. What parents are jealous when their children are good friends? No, they delight in that. And, and the way it is with love, it just multiplies. So don't worry about that. And, and don't be concerned that saints will add and flow and become very prominent for a while. And then someone else will show up later and that saint will, will kind of drop, drop off a little bit. Don't be concerned about that. St. Maximilian Colby pray for us. You've been listening to Your Next Mission from God with author and speaker, Julie Anderko. For more about Julie, visit her website at catholicfinishstrong.com and follow her YouTube channel, Catholic Saints on Mission. You can find previous episodes of Your Next Mission from God on the free Hail Mary Media app or your favorite podcast platform. Your Next Mission from God is produced at the studios of Mater Dei Radio in Portland, Oregon. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through MaterDayRadio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.